Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. Our goal is that this message builds your faith and gives you hope. Enjoy the message. We want to get into the Word of God and we want to just continue our series called Thanks COVID-19. This is the third part of this series and we're talking about finding the good things that transpire in times like this. Taking the good out of it, extracting every possible thing that God would open up to us and grow us in our character, grow us in love and patience, especially patience right now. We all need patience for sure. But there are so many things that God can do. And so we're going to read something out of 2 Kings chapter 4. And if you'll turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 4, I'm going to be reading from verses 1 through 7. And this is a chapter that is talking about a certain woman who was the wife, the wife of the sons of the prophets. She was in debt. She was in, she was in a financial straits, if you will. She just simply needed help. And so her answer to her dilemma was calling on Elisha. And so let's go ahead and, and find out what happens on the rest of the story. The scripture says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. You know that your servant feared God and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me what to do. And she said, he said, uh, and tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your handmaiden has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. In other words, get as much as you can, because God was fixing to do something for her to take care of her debt. Now, when we look at this now, it makes sense. But to her, can you just imagine? She asked Elisha for help, and he, instead of giving her money, he told her, go get a bunch of empty jars. Like, what is a bunch of empty jars going to do for me? But she didn't respond out of, out of uh, skepticism. She wasn't questioning his, his, his you know, instructions. She literally went out and did exactly what he said. And he said, go everywhere. Go to your neighbors. Go to your friends. And when you have come in, verse 4, and when you have come in, he said, now shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour into all the vessels set aside the full ones. And which was interesting was because... This was really interesting to me because he said to her, once you get in there, shut the door, close it, because you're going to do it in secret. It's almost similar to our circumstance that we're going through right now. We're doing a lot of things in secret right now. Uh, A lot of us who are normally joining in corporately in prayer and at the church in the mornings are now praying secretly at home. Uh, Most of you that have the ability to work online, when you were working with some people, now you're working from home. So 
they were supposed to lock themselves up and then do what the prophet said and then set the full ones, the full jars aside. So she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought in the vessels to her and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the men of God, and he said, go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons can live on the rest. To me, this is, amazing. This is an amazing story. To me, this gives evident to, evidence to how miraculous God can work and what God can do. But recognize in this portion of Scripture, God didn't do a miracle in her life till she needed one. God waited to the last minute almost, what it may seem to her as the last minute, because she told the prophet, uh, the debt collectors are coming, and they're going to take my sons and make them slaves. But God, in his perfect timing, sends a prophet, tells her, do something that's just obnoxious, something that totally violates our, our, our reason, our logic. Because faith operates by what we see in our spirit. Faith operates not by what we see, but by what we know. And she had to act by faith. So we find her in this, in, in this little uh, predicament of having a debt, but yet God came through in a miraculous way, in an awesome way. So this morning we're going to be talking about the little widow lady who had a debt. Um, I don't know how in what condition you find yourself in financially right now. I don't know uh, what your spiritual life may feel like right now. But I do know that when God says to do something, that your faith goes up. And is when your faith goes up and you obey what he says, everything else is going to work out in your life. Everything else will begin to turn out and turn around when you simply do what God says to do. So why don't you join me right now? Let's just pray together. In your homes, right where you're at, will you lift up your hands? Would you lift up your hands with your faith and simply make this your prayer and declaration and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we believe you and we trust you. In our season of debt, in our season of want, in our season of necessity, we know that you're never going to fail us. And we'll take what we've got and we'll open it up to you. And we will be obedient. And we will heed to the word of God in our life. The B-I-B-L-E, Lord. We're going to listen to the Bible. We are going to give our hearts to you today. And we bless you, God, for insight, instruction, and bless this teaching today in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Now, I know you have stories I know I have a lot of stories. There are certain things in our life that you'll never forget. You won't forget the times that God moved in your life, and those things become a staple for your faith. When you first came to God, God did some things for you that, you know, were hard to believe. And had you not experienced it yourself, and then that happened to you, you probably wouldn't believe it. I can tell you times that God met my needs or met my family's needs 
uh, when we had debt and didn't know how we were going to take care of it and didn't know what to do. And all we had was faith. We want to focus on faith right now. We want to focus on these moments in your life that helped you understand that God is real just like the widow woman. This wasn't just a, uh, a, a fiction. This isn't a fictional story. This is, this is a story that was historically written and documented and happened. And this woman was in dire need of some financial blessing. You know, and I, and I remember something similar happened to me when I was really young and I needed extra money. I didn't have money to pay my rent. And I had a brother who, uh, who, who owned a business and he had these cool glow-in-the-dark necklaces. They were really cool. Uh, he, he, sell, he used to sell them every 4th of July and go out and walk around and sell these glow-in-the-dark necklaces. And he had bundles of them. And, and I told him one time, I said, hey, man, I said, Could you, would you mind helping me out? I was really young. And he said, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that. But what I will do, I'll give you about 100 or 200 of these necklaces. And you can go sell them. And so I took these, I said, that's, hey, better than nothing, I'll do it. You know, I just, I needed something. And so I took those necklaces and I cracked them. And if you've ever seen those before, you know that you crack them so they can glow in the dark. And I swung them around. I went downtown and I started selling necklaces to everybody who was down at that river wall. Because I lived in San Antonio at the time and uh, before we moved back to Victoria. And I'll never forget that moment where I was just selling them and selling them. And it was, seemed like it just, in a moment, they were all gone. And within just probably about 10 minutes, I had a couple of hundred dollars in my pocket and everything was okay. Sometimes when God blesses you, he doesn't just bless to give. Sometimes he gives you opportunity. And the reason I share that story with you is because a lot of the blessings that God has given to me were opportunities. An opportunity for a business adventure, a business venture, <laughs> an adventure, uh, an opportunity to sow something, an opportunity to be obedient. Um, you know, someone said some. Someone said this one time. Lots of times, people don't welcome opportunity because it shows up at your front door wearing overalls and looks like hard work. Well, you know, this is the mentality. That you can have and if you have that mentality and you're afraid to work or put forth your best foot towards an opportunity you could miss the blessings of God there is always something you can do uh, different kinds of work you know prayer is a work and so this little widow lady just did what he said to do she went out and I bet she was a little bit humiliated somewhat in a sense it was humbling for her to go out to her neighbors and ask for empty vessels when they all knew she couldn't afford to fill them possibly. But it wasn't a matter of what they thought. It was a matter of what she knew. And sometimes you have to know what God says to you when everyone else, even when they don't believe it, still you still have to have faith that God said, therefore it will come to pass. In this season, it's a season of having faith. It's a season of believing God for miracles, signs, and wonders. We still believe that God does miracles, right? We still believe that God heals the sick, right? And we still believe that God provides for us supernaturally. 
And so in this season, it's a season to be aware, to pray big prayers, to go to God with your problems. Because God, even though we're in an isolation and we're being quarantined right now, God can break past those barriers, meet you, and give you an opportunity. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have been doing work or business online now. This will stretch you. Maybe this is a season for you to do something that you've been wanting to do. Learn something new that you've been wanting to learn. Because trying moments will stretch you and make you better. So Elijah knew exactly what she needed to do. He told her, she did it, and she obeyed. I want to give you this point uh, just before we get into our, 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 our actually our, our meat of this, of this lesson. And I want to tell you that, number one, faith is God's currency. Faith is God's currency. I've said that relationships are the currency of heaven, but there are many types of currencies. And we'll talk about that next week. But here's what you know and what we see. Here's what we understand, that the faith of God, all you have to have is faith in him. And his faith, when it is transferred to you, gives you the ability to see things you normally wouldn't see with the natural eye. Romans chapter 4 verse 9 says, faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. That's good news for those who have bad credit, right? Because it doesn't matter what your credit score is or what you're going through in this season. With God, your credit is good if you have faith in Him. With God, when you believe in Him, when we trust Him, despite what we feel, in spite of what you hear, God will give you according to what you believe. The scripture also says that Abraham called those things that were not as if they were. It's a great time right now to profess your faith. Listen to what Mark 11 and 24 says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. How many of you believe? How many of you can open your mouth and begin to make a declaration? You know, your mind is so powerful, and that's why God gave you the ability to imagine. The ability to imagine a thing. I'm sure you've seen the documentary of Walt Disney, like I have. I don't think anyone uh, hasn't seen it, but he said something one time, a quote where he said, his dream all started with a mouse. It all started with a little character. A little cartoon character that evolved into something that's right now, I mean, Disney is buying up a lot of industries. And they're a mega force, a billion dollar industry. And to think that that all began with one man who persevered during hard times because it didn't come easy for him as well. But he had opportunity and he stuck with it. And did what he knew to do. Because it's not about knowing everything. And it's not about having a hundred talents. 
It's about knowing what to do with the one thing God's given you and doing it well. All of us have been given the same thing. It's called faith. The scripture says it's the measure of faith that God has given to all of us. All of us have the same opportunity. All of us have 24 hours in the day. All of us have that same God that loves every single one of us, that love that comes from heaven to help us, empower us, to, that enables us to believe. Remember this, point number one is faith knows no limit. Faith knows no limit. There are no boundaries. Faith is the currency. Whether you have money or don't have money, if you like faith, it doesn't do any good. Because most of the time, we don't know how to invest. We don't know how to multiply what we've got or add to it. But when you have faith in God, God will bless and God multiplies. Uh, there are some people in this world that may have an abundance of money, but they don't have an abundance of love, an abundance of compassion, and they're unfulfilled in their life. But you as a Christian know that when God has blessed you, that God will enable you to sow what he's given you. And here's the secret. Whatever you sow, you shall reap because it takes faith to sow something good. Right now, I'm sowing my faith into you. I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can to encourage you right now and, and tell you that everything's going to get better. This too shall pass. Your faith is greater. Regardless of what you see and what you don't have, God's able to meet your needs. And by faith, God will come through. Somebody say it with me. Say it with me right there, right where you're at at home. By faith, God will come through. God will come through. He provides according to what we see through our faith. He builds hope inside of us, an internal hope, a hope not being ashamed, a hope that doesn't die, a hope that can be depended on. And it's not just a prayer alone, but faith with your prayer. Hebrews again says this, He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them who diligently seek him. It takes diligence. This, this one thing I know. When I lack, God never does. When I believe he can, God always will. I've never in my life have been without, even when I had nothing, I was never without because when you have Jesus, you have everything. And he is the one that owns the cattle on a thousand hills, right? Is what the scripture says. He created this world. But when we are his children, he gives us the privilege of dominance to control the airwaves spiritually through prayer and for influence and favor to come into our life. And there is no opposing force that will come into your family's life, to your home, or to your personal life that will stop the blessings of God from coming to you. Somebody say, Amen. So, by faith we release. When we see someone praying, we see them empowering themselves. When you pray, you are empowering yourself. 
But most of the time we pray by faith and don't see the victory or the outcome on the other side. We have to go through the valley before we get to the mountain. You can't go by how you feel most of the time. You have to go by what you know. But if you focus on what you know and face him by faith, eventually the feeling will come. The feeling of his spirit. The feeling of the confirmation of his word. It's, it just happens that way. I can't tell you how many times I've been in prayer and I had a need and, and I didn't see it. Uh, I was in frustration I was doubting, I was upset, disappointed. Have you ever felt that way before? I mean, if you've lived long enough and been a Christian long enough, you're going to face disappointments. But how many times have you made yourself go into that place and just simply do what he said to do, and out of obedience, you find yourself on the other side, and then you look back, and then you say to yourself, Huh, that was easy. Wasn't easy at the time. But had I done this sooner, had I been obedient sooner, had I prayed sooner, had I praised sooner, had I worshipped sooner, had I been obedient to what God said sooner, I could have got through this faster. That's how it works. God helps us through. The secret in prayer, if there is one, is to have a sufficient amount of faith before you ever try to make a transaction. The biggest challenge for the widow lady was to gather the jars, but that one moment, can you just imagine, in that one moment, she took the jar, and it had some oil in it, and she began to pour it out. In that one moment, it just miraculously began to multiply an endless pouring a continual pouring once one vessel was full she went to the next one she went to the next one went to the next one that requires faith and her faith was strong and she acted on it when you act by faith when your faith becomes more valuable to you when you take action your faith becomes valuable to you when you step out, when you take action. You just can't pray a prayer. You have to act on a prayer. You have to prepare and get ready. So when you go, you know faith is the currency of heaven. But if you're going to make a transaction from anything, make sure you've had enough deposits in your spirit through worship, through prayer and devotion. He won't fail you. I promise you that. God's word is true. God's word does come to pass. Don't put your request out there without having something to back it up. How many times have we read that in the scripture? The sons of Sceva in the book of Acts. They saw the evangelist. They saw the people. They saw the apostle Paul. They saw them casting out demons. They heard about Jesus. And then when they approached these this demonic individual that was possessed by spirit. We, we read the story, right? You remember the story? That spirit came out and said, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, but who are you? And tore them up, ripped their clothes, and they ran out the door. See, that's because 
they didn't have enough in their account. They hadn't gathered enough of what God had given freely. Because, listen, salvation is free. The grace of God is free. But even the scripture says, faith without works is dead. Faith is free. God gives you faith. But faith not acted on. So they, had, they missed their opportunity. You have to make deposits. You have to seek God first before you can ever step out on a limb like that. And they fell straight on their face. But here's the deal. You won't. Because right now, God has given all of us opportunity to make some deposits, to worship Him. Put the gospel music on in your house. Put anointed music on. Put whatever you listen to that gives God some, some glory and you feel God's presence and you feel Him in your home and just begin to set the environment because He cares for you. But we have ample time right now to let the, evangel the, the, the world of evangelicals grow stronger. I don't believe this is going to be our darkest hour. I, I, I speak contrary to what, what we hear right now. I'm going to say that this is going to be our finest hour. Our finest hour because we're going to be obedient to God's word and we're going to see God come through. Somebody say amen. We take action. Faith comes by hearing. Romans chapter 10. Verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God or the spoken word of God. And that's what makes all the difference in the world. When God says it, we believe it. There's a lot of people that say God said. Let me help you there. There's the written word that was written by men when they were moved on by the spirit of God. And we take that and apply it to our life. But it isn't until we pray with the spirit of life coming into our hearts that that word is illuminated. And when the spirit of God takes what's in our hearts and speaks to us and there's a freshness that comes and your spirit becomes vibrant and you feel the faith of God and the confidence of God and the peace of God, then you can step out with boldness and make a declaration knowing that God spoke to you, knowing that God directed you, knowing that you are in the will of God. So this is an hour of boldness, an hour of becoming alive, but without faith. And here's the last scripture I'm going to give you. Hebrews 11 and 16. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please him. I believe in this hour that we are pleasing to God. I don't think there isn't one person who isn't praying right now. Praying for your family. Praying for yourself. There's nothing wrong with going to God and asking him for things for yourself. Because you need a deposit from him. You need it. We all need a touch from God's spirit. Every single one of us. Without him we're nothing. Without him we're nothing. Paul said, with him, I can do all things. With him, I can do all things. So we want to encourage you today. We want to help you and help you understand one thing, that in this season, it's a matter of obedience. It's a matter of doing things that may seem ridiculous to everyone else. If God said to do it, then do it, and the rewards will come. God is faithful. He will be there. He will step in. 
maybe not when you want him to step in, but he will step in right on time, and he is going to provide for you. He's going to take care of you. Don't worry about food and drink and water and whatever else you have concerned about. He will help you meet your needs. All you've got to do is obey that word that God's given you, and you're going to see it come to pass. Do you believe that? Do you believe that this Sunday morning? If you do, let's just right now close our eyes, lift up our hands, and let's just pray together. Let's just agree. Father, in the name of Jesus, today, right now, we understand that this is a moment to shine. This is our hour to shine. We're thankful for trials. We pray, Father, right now for those around the world that are being affected by this virus. But Lord, we also plead the blood over our families today. Now bring peace into the world. Bring harmony into the world. Bring faith into the world. We believe right now, Father, if there's anyone online right now that feels symptoms and are wrestling with fear, right now we speak against that fear. We speak against that fear right now, and we make a declaration that you are healed in Jesus' name, that it is not going to rest on you. We pray and we speak the breath of God now to come into your lungs, to come into your spirit, to come into your mind. If you are right where you're at, just stretch your hands out towards the screen, wherever you're watching this from, via your television or computer or your phone. Just receive right now. This is where God meets us. We're a distance away, but God's Spirit is still there. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, right now, complete peace. Complete peace right now. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we love you so much. We love you so much. It is sweet to trust in you, Lord. It is so sweet to trust in you. There is nothing too hard for you to do. Would you grab your, your spouse's hand or your child or whoever's next to you in your home, if it's possible, and just pray a blessing over them right now. And say, Father, would bless my family right now. Bless my children God, we're going to be obedient to your word. When the world is chaotic, we're going to stay solid on your foundation. We're going to stand solid on your word. We're going to be people of faith and belief. Because, Lord, when we act by faith, it's no longer us and our responsibility. It's yours. We, it's on you, God, and we hand it to you right now. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Life Center podcast. If you enjoyed today's message, then subscribe and follow us on social media at CLC Victoria. Connect with us by visiting our website, clcvictoria.org.